one. Big Damo is now officially a free agent. Brian Danielson states he wants to face Zack Sabre Jr. in the UK. Zack Sabre Jr. has gone free and O and the G1 Climax. Chris Brooks will be part of DDT's Grand Prix. Rev Pro UK announced their British J Cup. We have the Heritage Cup final set and a new number one contender for the NXT UK Championship, plus a new ICW Zero G champion. All of that on the Brit Rest Roundup. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TN Tice, a great British wrestling podcast for great British wrestling, as featured on Bodyslam.net. I am your host, the great British Ataku, Mr. Andrew Moore, Andy Tomos, and I'm joined, as always, by our co-host. He is the pro wrestling t-shirt champion of the world. He is full of cold right now. He is Big Daddy Dan. Hey, Dan, Daniel. <laughs> oh, wait, I think he's frozen. And he's back. And he's on mute. I'm You're, here. He is here. He is. He was currently on mute. He is no longer on mute. He is big Daniel Allen. How are you doing, Daniel? I have got the kind of cold where if you think of Finn Balor as the demon... And you take away the red and black and turn it to green in a sort of slimy yellow. That's how I'm feeling that I look at the moment. Oh, lovely. The good old traditional British cold. Oh, yeah. Fashioned. Huck it up from the back of your chest cold. So you'll have to bear with us. This will be a slightly disjointed episode, but we'll try and keep it together as much as possible. I am just overly hyped after another fantastic interview that we did just yesterday evening with the incredible uh, Gary Ward of Gre- uh, Wrestle Carnival. What an awesome chat. Just... Oh, he's such a nice guy and he knows his wrestling inside out and back to front. He really does. He did. It was uh, definitely go check this interview out. Uh, we didn't really go into this interview with any sort of plan whatsoever. It was just kind of like, let's just go short chat wrestling. And that's what we did. And we tried to keep it British wrestling as much as we could. Uh, we talked about guys like Rick, uh, Ricky Knight Jr., Will Cruz, Chris Ridgway, and just so many other fantastic names in the UK scene right now. Uh, but I think we need to talk about the reviews that we will be doing today, which will be the Rev Pro High State Show. Wow, what a show that was. Oh, Yes. The NXT UK latest ICW Fight Club and the TNT Extreme Wrestling that has recently been uploaded onto Powered 4 TV. But let's kick things off talking about Big Demo is now officially, once again, a free agent. He is indeed. But where will we see him pop up? Where do you think? Well, based on uh, his, in the tweet that he uh, released and mentioning the fact that he is a free agent, he did also talk about uh, having to clear up certain legal uh, issues to, I guess, continue working. I'm assuming this is likely to be an American visa, a working issue. Uh, <clears throat> so, because he was likely to stay in America with Nikki Cross, of course, still being heavily featured in WWE. 
much as we'd love to see him in Rev Pro UK, uh, Progress, ICW, and all those other. We might see a one off appearance, maybe. He's the kind of person you could bring in for a fear and loathing show. I really wish I'd added him to my list now. We'll talk about that in just a little while. But uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really see him going to AEW. I mean, AEW have now filled their roster of big men and well, a lot of men. I was looking through AEW's roster and um, it's ridiculous. Um, it, it's, it's, it's very large. It's, I would say, quite possibly... As big, if not bigger, than WWE. And it looks nothing like the AEW roster that they started with. No. No, it does not. Uh, but, yeah, I, I can't see him going there for, for those reasons. Uh, so I think it limits down to you, like, NJPW for the strong, uh, the American brand, NJPW strong over in America. So I could maybe see him there. Uh, they've got a good lot of big guys over there that you can go out for some beastie, beefy fights with Chris Dickinson and uh, Brody. Yeah, there's some guys over there. Be ROH, uh, Impact. Ooh, yeah, I just thought. So let's, let's explain why you think Impact. I see you nodding your head there. I think it's definitely going to be Impact. I think he's going to join Eric Young's stable. Yeah, um, and I think he will do very well there. And um, there's a few matches that I would love to see, including him versus. I always mispronounce this guy's name. Hikel Hikelo Hikelo, the the third Tama brother. Yes, of the uh, Bullet Club and NJPW Strong, but of course, yes, he is uh, working over Impact at the moment as well so technically if he lands in any of these uh row of promotions right now he could end up working a lot of them the other ones i was going to say were nwa and mlw yeah. but i think impact where he could work impact and new japan strong and possibly some roh i think that will suit him very nicely I guess it depends whether Impact will have the budget, bearing in mind they are meant to be bringing in Braun Strowman in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, well, they just wouldn't be able to afford any wrestler after they brought in Braun Strowman, let alone one. I think they'd have to just get rid of the entire roster. It'd just be Impact with Braun Strowman. And he will get rid of the entire roster in one episode. Yeah. Just running around the ring, knocking them all flying. To a choo choo train, a uh, train noise. Oh god, that was so silly. Yeah, I love it. That, I think that is literally when I just went. You know what? I just cannot do WWE. Uh, let's keep rolling with some uh, British wrestling news. I'd say, uh, I, yeah, I think Big Demo. I think you're right. Impact working with uh, Eric Young once again. I can't see Incorporated. That. Like Finance Incorporated? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. No, wait. Isn't that the ROH one with Brody? I... No, they, oh, I lose track. I don't watch much Impact. I'll be completely honest with you. No, I can't remember the last time I watched Impact Wrestling either. I know Eric comes there and he's got a group of big guys that he, as you say, violence something. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a good one. Uh, I think one of the biggest talking points of this week has got to be the fact that Daniel Bryan stated that he would want to face 
Zack Sabre Jr. in the UK. Uh, well, this was on a recent podcast, uh, The Wrestling with Brandon Walker, maybe? I believe so. Yeah. So that's an interesting prospect. It is. And it led us to having a chat. A, where do we think this could happen? And I think it's going to be Craven Cottage. We've talked about this before. And B, let's have a chat about who we would put in a supercard of British wrestlers versus AEW stroke New Japan because the Forbidden Door is um, ajar. It's quite open. So, so is, it, is it British wrestlers or just, let's say, RevPro UK? Should we go with just all-around British wrestlers? I'd like to go with all-around British wrestlers because I know one of the ones that I've picked may not be right, It just makes me pick the one uh, the one match change, yeah, so that's fine. I, I've got my uh, my final list then of uh, my super card. It was one of two matches. It was going to depend on whether it was full British wrestling or just Red Pro UK. Oh, I love this idea, and this is just going to be... I'm quite happy. I will launch off, and uh, I will pick up the first... Uh, I will go first. So my opening match would be Karanawar versus Darby Allen. Ooh, now you see, that is one hell of an opener. Um, I don't know how on earth you would follow it. And I can honestly say that I have neither of them on my list. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to follow up with Yota and Shota, Yota Suji and Shota Umino teaming up with John Moxley to take on Suzuki Guns, Minoru Suzuki, Taichi, and Lance Archer. Nice. I think that could be, again, another hard-hitting one that appeals to me and my style of wrestling. Uh, in the, the follow-up match to that would be FDR versus Lycos Jim. Ooh, now I'm... <sighs> interested in that one that's not how i immediately i'm trying to think of them as a styles clash that could be cool i think ftr would get really frustrated with lycos jim's antics and i think it could be a lot of fun and a lot of great wrestling and i'm going to close off the uh end of my first half of my show with cm punk versus rk Jay, Ricky Knight Jr. I want to finish on the bang for the first half. And I know the option is there to have possibly had Punk versus Osprey. But I'm thinking Omega Osprey is going to be the bigger match if Omega's still champion at the time. And say Osprey still got the Rev Pro UK title at the time. Plus, CM Punk wants to work with these talented young wrestlers. RKJ is just that. Yeah. Plus, then there's RKJ's comments about CM Punk recently at the uh, 9th anniversary show. Okay. So, my, my first half? Uh, do you want to get? Uh, let's finish the card and then we'll come back to it. So, cool. next up to kick off the uh, second half show Adam Cole and the Young Bucks versus Chris Ridgeway and the Young Guns. Northwest Ooh. Strong versus the Elite Super Click, 
just because I want them to get beaten up really, really badly by free guys who really, really badly like to beat people up. You picked the wrong team there. I, I think it's going to be a great match as well, of course. Uh, I think you're right, but I think you picked the wrong AEW team. And I will show you how you're wrong in a minute. Okay. Uh, my next match will be the technical Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Of course, because that's the match which we were just talking about. So that's why it's here, of course. Uh, the co-main event will be Aussie Open versus the Lucha Brothers. Ooh, that would be amazing. And then, of course, main event, Kenny Omega versus Will Osprey. That is my UK NJPW and AEW Super Show. Okay, Go I'm going to start off um, with with a bit out of left field here. Christian versus Callum Newman. Okay, yeah, interesting. Um, I, I want to see Christian loves elevating the younger guys, and I think that'd be just an absolutely brilliant match. I really do. I will then have the She Wolves versus Rio and Hikaru Shida. Yeah, and I've just managed to do a huge faux pas, haven't I, by not including a women's match. I... It's all right. I've got two. <laughs> uh, Terrible. Lycos Jim versus the Young Bucks versus Aussie Open in a three-way match. Yep, yep, yep. Um, And then I am going to finish off my half-strong with Northwest Strong versus Death Triangle. Now you see, nice. that match is going to be amazing. Pack squaring up against Chris Ridgeway is, and I'm sure it's been done many times before, but oh my God, I can't wait to see it again. I bet if anyone did, it was Restgate. Probably. <laughs> right, my second half kicks off with CM Punk and Brian Danielson in a tag team versus the Dangerous Techers. I like now, that. <laughs> I'm working on the principle that um, Punk's only just come back, let him get some energy, work together in a tag team. Uh, I think Punk and Danielson are going to be a tag team fairly soon, and I think that'll work really well. Uh, Britt Baker versus Lizzie Evo versus Giselle Shaw versus Hyann in a four corners match. Nice. Yeah, um, and I think Lizzie Evo win that as well. <laughs> and... My um, final match is the same as you, Osprey Omega. I I feel I you know I just packed out my card and, and I literally as which moment you mentioned it and I'm just like man I made a huge faux pas a a booking faux pas as I have not booked a women's match on that and I'm gonna come back next week with a stardom versus pro wrestling Eve. Versus that the women of AEW supercard to, to prove my worth. So next week, come see my uh, yeah my pro wrestling Eve, my women of stardom, and the also the Tokyo Joshi Pro because they're technically AEW affiliated in a way. I guess I guess so. so. I'll, I'll need to have both. But yeah, I'm gonna have that supercard ready for you next week. I am already. Just thinking of the amazing matchups that could possibly be had. Right. Uh, 
let's carry on with Zack Sabre Jr. He is now 3-0 in his opening G1 Climax. Uh, he has won his, obviously, all three of his first matches against Tetsuya Naito, Shingo Dukaki, Duk- ah, and Kota Ibushi. Four. Three of the last four champions of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Obviously, Tetsuya Naito held the Intercontinental and uh, Heavyweight Championship, which then Kota Ibushi won. He did the unification thing, which then Will Ospreay won. And then, of course, when he had to give it up, Shingo Tagaki was the next uh, holder. So, yeah, he has literally beaten three of the last four champions. He put Naito on the shelf. I'm really beginning to feel like this may be Zack Sabre Jr.'s year, but it is never the front runner. <laughs> so, what do you reckon they're going to build up to Zack Sabre Jr. versus Will Ospreay and have it at the Copper Box? I would love uh, to think that there could be. Uh, obviously, the winner of the uh, G1 Climax would typically go on to Wrestle Kingdom to fight for whoever. It's champion, which currently is Shingo Takaki. Even if Zack Sabre Jr. doesn't win, obviously he now has a guaranteed title match, just not at Wrestle Kingdom, uh, against the uh, champion beating him. It's just going to be... I think one, maybe there's a possibility that Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. will one day headline the Tokyo Dome. Just in a couple of years, in a few years. But whether they will fight for the top title in a couple, in more than less than that, it's definitely an option. It's all uh, going to come down to his fourth match with uh, the great Okan. If he beats the great Okan, I can't see how you would have the slip up to him to lose, to not make it to the final. Uh, if he loses to Great Okan, that could be the start of, because as I say, typically the front runner, whoever wins their first few matches, typically never goes through. <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see. And I'm really, really, really pulling for Zack Sabre Jr. to do this. And the match itself, uh, the Shingo Takaki match, four, four and a half sugars. The Kota Ibushi match, four sugars. Both of them brilliant matches. Awesome. All right. uh, Chris Brooks to DDT, uh, DDT. Yeah, so he has be, he will be taking part in DDT's annual or Grand Prix. I think they actually do two annually because it says Grand Prix two. So, but anyway, he's being drawn in Group B, uh, Group B, uh, similar Easy to the say. yeah the G One Climax and other tournaments where two blocks winner faces off, uh, winner of each block will face off in the final. He's been drawn against Konosuke Takeshita, Takeshita, sorry, uh, Harashima, Kazusada Higuchi, Mao, and Yuji Okabayashi. So, bloody glad you said that. (laughs) So, let's try this. Konosuke Takeshita, Harashima, Kasusada, Higuchi, Mao, and Yuji Okibayashi. Yeah, they um, are some tongue twisters right there. But of course, uh, last yesterday morning, uh, last night in Japan, or actually two nights ago in Japan, Chris Brooks uh, faced off against Kanosuke Takeshita Takeshita in a for the DDT KOD Openweight Championship. It was an incredible match. Just 
beautifully violent, excellent wrestling. I would give it four and a half sugars, four sugars for the match and a half a sugar for the absolute emotions shown by both men. Uh, once the final call had been uh, made uh, with uh, Takeshita saying that Chris Brooks is his best friend and that he's so glad that Chris Brooks came to Japan because he is a better wrestler today because Chris Brooks came to Japan, which is amazing. And as I say, the two embraced afterwards, so fair play to him and uh, just a great match. Speaking of Japan, let's talk about something the Japanese invented, the J-Cup. Before, we just want to say congratulations to Drew Parker for defending his GCW Ultraviolent Championship in the main event of BJW at Kurokun Hall against Yuji Ishikawa. Just congratulations to uh, Drew Parker on that. Obviously, very close friends with Chris Brooks. Now we can take talk about the british j-cup which is a uh, rev pro uk uh they've just announced it it is going to be at the gordon craig theater it's the stevenage show stevenage uh, oh, yeah. where i live yes where you live that big show that you I'm promised me to... would be at the gordon craig theater you were right it is a big show at the gordon craig theater because it is the british j-cup i better buy some tickets haven't i I'm not going to be there, but yes, yes, you should definitely 100% buy tickets for this because it's just going to be nuts. Uh, I shall speak to the, um, the, the, the the holder of the purse and see if I can go. I think that will be well and truly worth going to. But while we're here, let's draw our own 16-man Super British J-Cup, uh, which we can include four foreigners or more or four people four overseas competitors four overseas competitors or more okie dokie i wrote these down give me 10 seconds while i grab them my picks were just joe lando mm-hmm. maverick mayhew callum newman danny black tommy kyle cj carter michael oku JJ Gale, Lord Gideon Gray, Chuck Mambo, Daz Black, Robbie X, Stevie Boy, Cara Noir, Dan Holson, and Nico Angelo. Very evil. Very evil. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> You've brought the Dan Helson man. Yeah, well, Love I it. fancied something a little bit off the wall. And if we're going to bring somebody in, let's bring a character. And I think him versus Cara Noir would just be a giggle fest. <laughs> yes okay right uh if i was going to do a 16 man british j cup i would pick callum newman connor mills chris ridgeway nico angelo robbie x kid lycos man like Doris, danny black daz black luke cairo scotty rock just joe lando and my uh, for, uh, my overseas contingent is Francesco Aguirre, Carlos Roma, Jonathan Gresham, and Daniel Garcia. Jonathan Gresham? Yes, Jonathan he's bit, Gresham. He's a bit big for a Jacob, isn't he? He is very strong, very muscly. Uh, he's... 
not the tallest of competitors, and he's a junior. Okay, if he's a junior, I will take you on that. Um, uh, I like your list a lot. Um, I think having the orbit breaker Daz Black in there is is great. Um, I had him as well, um, and I think he he could be a standout. But really, really, really could be. Yeah, I wanted to bring in uh, try try to bring as many competitors from different areas as possible as well. Because I was just thinking, I just don't want to. And uh, kid like us, kid like us too. The, the added advantage that we could see those who compete again. Uh, kid like us. Uh, so in reality, who do you reckon is going to win? Uh, Not of your one, of the oh, actual Connor Mills. Connor Mills is going to win. They, they, uh, they've got to be going towards this setup of Connor Mills versus Mike Loco at some point. Who I would like and uh, we either talked about it on yesterday's interview, is for RKJ to enter the J-Cup. Uh, I know it's a step down from heavyweight, but it's only because I want him to win it. I want him to go and win the Cruiserweight Championship. I want them to put a belt on Ricky Knight Jr. and make him the focal point of Repro UK while Will Ospreay is not available. I'm going to go with somebody different. Okay. I think Robbie X is going to win. Possibly. He's uh, got the experience. I just feel he's, he's had a couple of shots at the championship already. I think yep. it's time for somebody new. I think it's time for somebody younger to get that shot at this champion. And I guess it's got yeah. to be Connor Mills. I'm going safe pair of hands. Probably X. I'm going... We know what the odds are of me picking somebody that's actually going to flip him win, don't we? Oh, we do indeed, we do. Uh, Rev Pro UK, high stakes results. That was one of the best shows of the year, if not the best show, UK show so far this year. The, that crowd was super hot. Yes, and the were. matches were just absolutely brilliant all around. Like, I, I, saw no fault with any match I just thought they were all fantastic yeah um, I went out of my way to watch this show um, I know you normally watch all of our Rev Pro shows but my goodness this was great and um, I I had a favourite match which I think is different from your favourite match um, I really really enjoyed watching um, uh, Haskins versus I can never pronounce his name properly Yota Suji. Yota Suji. I love that match. They Yota had just such Suji. a great, you know, Yota's so good, so smooth in the ring, and so is Mark Haskins. Yeah, it was great. It really told a story throughout the match. Um, thoroughly enjoyed that one. Um, the women's match was excellent as well, as you would expect it to be, although I wasn't keen on the um, what happened after the match. No, I, I kind of enjoyed what happened after the match, and I really enjoyed the match itself, uh, particularly that last sort of like five minutes when the aggression really, really picked up. Uh, I thought that was just phenomenal. Uh, Aussie Open versus Destination Everywhere was better than I was expecting. Uh, quite How honestly, would you have expected it not to be? Absolutely I mean, it's not amazing. like I would have expected it not to be great. It's just. <laughs> There's Michael Oku, and then there's Mark Davis. 
And there's Michael Oku having already wrestled in the beginning of the night. Yeah, and and there was that on top. So yeah, I, I couldn't see Destination Everywhere winning. I think so. I, I always had that in the back of my mind. I really couldn't see them going anywhere without. I just yeah, I just felt like it was always going to be Aussie Open. So expectations went in maybe a little bit lower than probable. Uh, but just great match. Uh, and then, of course, that main event, Will Ospreay, RKJ. I had my heart broken. Uh, the crowd was so behind RKJ as well. It was, you know, they were, so, I think everybody there was ch- chanting for RKJ to win that match. It, were. it was incredible. I think the York Hall holds about 500 people as well. So it's a very well attended show, as I mentioned. Uh, and then obviously what happened afterwards. So let's just get into some of the results. So the Young Guns picked up the win over the Sunshine Machine team, as well as Brendan White and Doug Williams. So that means they will be owed a title shot. Remember that. Shota Umino will be, uh, then took on Dan Maloney in a match that Shota Umino uh, won. Hard-hitting. Mike, yeah, that was another really, really good match. If there was a weakest match of the night, it was probably that one. But on a, on a card of so many great matches, being the weakest cut match of the card is not exactly... Uh, I mean, it was still a great match. I'd still give it no less than three sugars. And I'll tell you what else helped with that one was the commentary, because the storyline with this was um, Lord Gideon Grey wanting... Um, no, sorry. Ignore me. Oh, yeah, because yeah, you're into the next one. Uh, Michael Oku uh, retained his Cruiserweight Championship uh, uh, against Robbie X and Chris Ridgway. Yota Suji defeated Mark Haskins. Uh, that was the one you were about. This is a great story. The whole Gideon Gray wants uh, Yota Suji for the Legion has been uh, brilliant since Yota Suji has arrived. Uh, Gideon Gray's uh, sucking up to uh, Yota Suji and just sort of like, Almost uh, orgasming of how great uh, Yota Suji has been. Uh, just best color commentator, best heel commentator. And I don't think I've heard uh, Andy and Gideon remind me of listening to Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby the Brain Heenan when they used to bicker each other. But there was this underlying respect that you knew was there, and I I think it's the perfect partnership. And on the for Red Pro UK, don't don't just keep that formula. You to those two guys on his his comments about the baby faces are hilarious. When you've got uh, Adam Max dead fighting, he is literally just calling every move as a drop kick. Yeah. Doesn't matter if it's a suplex, doesn't matter if it's a drop toe hold, he is calling it a drop kick just because of and it's just brilliant. And I love the whole shtick, and it's great. He right. is absolutely brilliant. Giselle Shaw defeated Hyann in a two out of uh three, two out of three falls for the uh Rev Pro UK Women's Championship phenomenal match. Aussie Open defeated Destination Everywhere to retain their PWA Australian Tag Team Championships and become the new RevPro UK Tag Team Champions. 
Finally, was that main event? Will Osprey defeated RKJ. Damn him! And then there is what happened next. Yeah, because Will Osprey continued to beat down on RKJ. Out came uh, Shotaro to make the save. Expected. Out came the Young Guns to then pile on to Shotaro and try and help Will Ospreay out. Now, this is all because they've been trying to uh, suck up to Will Ospreay in a way and become members of the United Empire. Out came Aussie Open to even the odds. They demanded that they all get back in the ring and have a three-on-three right there and there. So they all stood there, they came in. Then Aussie Open suddenly turned on Shotarumano and Will Ospreay suddenly turned on the Young Guns and they absolutely just decimated everybody. And I didn't, yeah, I knew what was going to happen. And I wondered how they were going to get there. And it might have been a little bit contrived, but it was bloody good. There's nothing wrong with contrived if it gives you the right event at the end. Mm. And that was definitely the right way to end it. Aussie Open, standing tall with Will Ospreay. And of course, he invited them to join his United Empire. You know, they've made the Young Guns the number one babyface tag team right there and there. They've made Shodorum and It's just so wrong. The, uh, <laughs> it isn't, it isn't, because I can, I can, they will be, they, they can, they can be both. I've seen them when they, but my, admittedly, when they were both much smaller. <gasps> Being faces, but uh, as you say, nowadays they just seem so aggressive and hard nosed. And my god, they look like they just want to beat the crap out of everybody in the ring. I why I put them in there with the young bucks, <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. Uh, it was just brilliant all around, just brilliant. I love this show. I will give it four and a half sugars because I refuse to give five sugars for a show, but I will give it four and a half sugars. Uh, yourself, I, I, I would give it a strong, a strong four. Only because I think most of the matches were fours. I don't think there was a five in there, so I can't give it four and a half. Fair play. I, I can understand that. Oh, I will go for your your line of reason in there. Uh, so what's next for? Which is a miracle because I can't even think straight at the moment. <laughs> the, the next up for Rev, Rev Pro UK is uh, actually live at St Neers, which was yesterday. Uh, Aussie Open versus Yota and Shota. Great. Uh, Robbie X versus Martin Kirby, which was a British J Cup qualifying match. Ricky Knight Jr. versus Chris Ridgeway. Oh, wow. The Legion, the Lucian Phillips and Screwface Armoured versus the Young Guns. That's going to be another great... Uh, Connor Mills versus Callum Newman. Again, a British J-Cup qualifier. Gideon Gray versus Michael Oku. And it was going to be Amira Blair versus Giselle Shaw, but this match didn't actually go ahead. Giselle Shaw had to pull out with an in- injury. It was a replacement match, and it seemed to involve Will Cruz making his debut for RevPro UK. But because none of us were there live, I can't know exactly what happened. They, they're actually pretty good for not posting spoilers on their own page. A lot of other prom- promotions tend to give away the results on the day and then put it up a week later, which RevPro UK don't tend to do. And that's, yeah, that's good. 
So uh, we will be watching that. Uh, well, I'll at least be watching that next week and obviously talking about it next week. They've also announced their... Live at the 229. 54. 54. <laughs> the, uh, this Sunday, the 3rd of October, Tag Team Championship main event, the Young Guns versus Aussie Open. They had the best tag team match I have seen in a long, long time at... Uh, that ninth anniversary show. So I, I'm looking forward to seeing these two teams go at it one more time. Cruiserweight championship match between Chris Ridgeway and Michael Oku. Uh, Brendan White and Doug Williams versus the Sunshine Machine. Yota Suji versus RKJ. Francisco Akira making his Repro UK debut to face Robbie X. And Amira Blair, Blair will be making her. Pro UK debut against Debbie Keitel. Oh, sorry. Yeah, after the women's match, it was Debbie Keitel who came down to the ring uh, to make her presence known to Pro UK. She threw a coffee in Giselle Shaw's face, beat her up, and as uh, High End tried to make the save, uh, she tried to get through the ropes, got caught, and she got beaten up as well. So I thought it was a great uh, debut or re-debut for Debbie Keitel, and look forward to seeing her first match. Yep, I look forward to seeing it too. She isn't somebody that I know a vast amount about, so I sure look forward to seeing how that goes. Indeed. Uh, TNT Extreme Wrestling. Uh, this show was all the way last month. Uh, they take about four weeks to get uploaded to Powered 4 TV. It was a TNT Extreme Wrestling, Kings of the North versus, uh, as they defeated the Greedy Souls. Excellent opening round tag team match. Brilliant, big, beefy men beating the crap out of each other. Dan Maloney took on LJ Cleary in just a really, really, really good match. LJ Cleary is just so athletic. It was quite unusual to see him as the cocky heel. He's usually such a jovial baby face that it's quite unique to see him as the heel here. And Dan Maloney uh, delivered a promo following. Uh, Maybe not be careful about what he smokes on camera. Clint Margera then defeated Big Effing Joe in an extreme division tag team match that I, uh, sorry, just an extreme division championship match that I didn't watch because it was a death match. I don't watch death matches. Uh, BT Gun defeated Nathan Cruz. Uh, fantastic match. Lana Rossa and Rio uh, defeated Dushy Wolves. Amazing match. Lizzie Evo defeated Alexis Falcon in the main event. Two out of uh, three falls. Incredible, incredible match. Yes. Why don't you watch death matches? Uh, I enjoy a good hardcore match if there's a reason to have a good hardcore match. I don't like death matches for just... For just for the sake of it, because they've ruined hardcore matches because they're they're over the top, they're gratuitous, and they rely on cheap parts. They also make no logical sense. And this is where I'm going to go with it. I have a baseball bat in my hand. Why am I going to hit you in the stomach when I can hit you around the head with a baseball bat? Okay. I am. That's my wrestling gripe of the week. Last week it was submissions being performed by non-shooters. This week, it is death matches using a baseball bat, but not just smacking someone around the head with it. I was going to argue with you, but I'm just going <laughs> to leave you to do your 
No, do come on, come on. Can you, there's no logic. Well, if I give you logic, it kind of tears apart wrestling and that will make me cry, so I'm going to stop. Okay, what about the illusion uh, that... that, that uh... My argument was that if you were Chris Ridgway, um, and I'm going to have to do a lot of imagining if you were Chris Ridgway, um, uh, why don't you just start every match by putting someone in a submission and finishing the match that quickly? Because he does, but people are usually good enough to, to fend that off. It's very difficult to, to fend off being hit around the head with a baseball bat. Well, yes. I'll give you that. <laughs> there we go. So that is my wrestling gripe of the week. Death matches make no sense. I like a good hardcore match. Chairs, tables, fine. Just I think when you go over the top, you just take away the magic of what wrestling is. Well, I still enjoy my death matches, and I will continue to watch my death matches. And um, you love a good death match, and you should enjoy a good death match because that's. That's your choice. That's whatever we all have our choices of what wrestling we can watch, and that's what we do. You know, if we don't like something, we stop watching it. Indeed, right? NXT UK. Yeah, go for it. Uh, are you you up for telling me about it? You tell me, and then I'll do ICW. Okay. Uh, let's have a look. And see uh, what did happen on it. Wolfgang defeated. Wolfgang defeated Teo Man, and I am shocked. Shock, 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 and my man is now out of the competition. Uh, so Teo Man, yeah, defeat uh, got, was beaten by Wolfgang, and it wasn't even sort of like a fairly even match either, was it? Oh, Wolfgang absolutely dominated him. I mean, you, you, you would expect it mainly due to the size, but Teo Man's usually so good at working over an opponent, but. He tried, and Wolfgang just kept powering out, and just absolutely, it was a really good match overall, and I enjoyed it. Uh, but yeah, my man, Taylor Man, is out of the competition. Uh, oh, I, I did not see that coming. No, uh, Blair Davenport sent another message to Sid Scala. Uh, Sam Gradwell spoils Danny Luna and her sub clubs uh, artwork. Gallas then took over the Jordan Devlin locker room. Ginny defeated Isla Dawn in another weird and rubbish rubbish match. Uh, Zaya Brookside uh, asked Danny Luna very nicely, like, pretty, pretty, please, can we have a match? So that's going to happen at some point. And then in the main event, uh, it was... The triple threat for the number one contenders. And wow, that was brilliant. I loved that. A-Kid, uh, Nathan Fraser, Rampage Brown. And I'm not saying this is good, but it really reminded me of AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels versus Samoa Joe. What? I'm not saying that it's as good. I'm just saying it reminded me of. Well, because there were three people in the ring. Because that is as close as you're going to get to that match. I'm sorry. I, We're talking um, about two extremely athletic dudes going up against one big beefy dude who had an extremely great match. Yeah, Samoa Joe was easily as athletic, as athletic as Daniels and AJ in that match. Sorry, no, you were talking about probably my favourite match of all time. 
It's the um, best triple threat of all time. There's no triple threat better than AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, and uh, Samoa Joe. Just greatest triple threat of all time. Even when they tried when they write read they tried to redo it a few years later, they, it, it just it wasn't as good as that first one, and oh, that was amazing. I remember being so into Impact at that point. Yeah, yeah for good and reason. because of those three guys, they were the reason I was watching Impact. Uh, now, I've yeah. got to say, A-Kid is a, a good reason to watch NXT UK. But Phenomenal. Rampage needed this. Rampage desperately needed this win, and he didn't get it. And I think that this is a a real problem now for Rampage Brown. I can see, but we can try and maybe rebuild him. But, yeah, I, I thought Rampage Brown would go over here. I thought Ilya Dragunov versus Rampage Brown, surely. But what would happen if he had gone on to win that match and then lost it? Or you would, not, would he not be in the same situation he is? No, I don't think so, because he was still a main event player. And now he's dropped down to where um, uh, Dave Mastiff is, in my opinion. Let's hope not. Uh, let's hope that maybe... Not, not, not that I wish Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith would uh, break up, but I'm kind of hoping we're going to get Ashton Smith and uh, Rampage Brown tag team, which is why I was wanting Oliver Carter to betray Ashton and go over to the family. You know you're talking about um, what was Dan Maloney smoking. I, th- I think that's where you are at the moment with that idea. Uh, smoking. Uh, just, as you say, if, I, I, I just want to keep him busy and I think a tag team title run would keep him busy. It would, it would. So let's be hopeful on that. If not, bring him back to the independence. We want him. We, if he's just, I, I want to see him every week without having to pay a ridiculous price. That would be nice. ICW. Now, I have then. started, um, just a little, little plug here, I have started writing reviews of ICW for Bodyslam.net. Um, so if you want to read a slightly more in-depth review, please do have a look. Uh, Leighton Buzzard started off, this is his first match after the one-hour Ironman that he won, and he went against Luke Cairo, and um, he battered him, and it was very, very good, and Leighton Buzzard, is, he's, he's taken that step forward, he's owning his... Um, win over Andy Wilde. LJ Cleary then defeated Eddie Castle of the Manifesto. Um, Theodorus defeated Levi with Sweeney in his corner. And this was a good showing for Levi. And again, showing why Theodorus is going to be in the main event very, very soon. He should be going after the um, Zero-G title, in my opinion. Uh, Casey of the She-Wolves then defeated Anastasia in a um, tournament match for the ICW Women's World Championship belt. Um, this was a great match and typical Sheep Wolves. There was lots of interference from Molly Spartan as well. Andy Wilde then defeated King Killer of the KOE. Um, this was to see how Andy Wilde was going to be after his loss. And he, he owns it. He admits that he is the one that lost. He was beaten and um, he wants to come back and do better. And this is what's going to lead on to him versus Stevie, the Pharaoh of Filth um, at Fear and Loathing. Uh, then we had our main event. Um, have you had a chance to watch the main event yet? Oh, no, I'm really desperate to watch this. But, yeah, Dad's Black, new Zero-G champion. Yes. Yes, my boy. <laughs> oh, this was brilliant. Kez Evans was his usual evil self, and the fans hated him. Proper hated him. Um, Dad's Black was over like Rover, and um, 
flew through the air. There were some beautiful, beautiful moves in this match. I highly recommend you take 20 minutes out of your day to watch it. Great match, great finish. Congratulations, Das Black, your new ICW Zero-G champion. And that's nice, because that's going to free up Kez Evans to move into that uh, true heavyweight main picture that's going to be obviously coming at some point. Uh, later, I'm Leighton Buzzard, as you say, could easily sit into either situation right now, the main event heavyweight picture, or going for that zero G. And you've got the same with Theodorus there. LJ Cleary is another guy I'm just, uh, I'm more than hype on because that guy is more than hype. Uh, he is just, I think, ICW, there's a phenomenal group of young talent there. It's it's a completely new generation. This isn't the ICW of old. Uh, yes, you still got a couple of those guys around, but I, I think this is a new generation, a new time, and it's going to be good. I see good things in ICW's future. I agree, and that is one of the reasons that I decided to do these wonderful write-ups. Indeed. Let's get on to some British wrestling roundups. Let's get through this. I know Dan is dying a death over there. So so much snot. <laughs> uh, Progress Wrestling have announced chapter 123, the taking of Peckham, which will be on the 2nd of October. Uh, Lizzie Evo versus the Locust Falcon in the a first round match for the Revelations of Love tournament. Uh, LK Mezinger versus Charles Crowley. Chris Ridgway versus Big Guns Joe. What did Big Guns Joe to deserve this? Jody <laughs> Fleisch versus Warren Banks. I am so looking forward to that match. Uh, UKPW, the Grappler's Tale in Canterbury on the 2nd of October, um, have announced Roy Wavy Johnson versus Maverick Mayhew. That is going to be a great match. Indeed. Uh, Purpose Wrestling, Laura Demetrio versus Ava White has been added to under the Understorm show, which will also feature the NIC Charlie Carter and Ocean Daily. Uh, this has been added to the previously announced Jordan Brakes versus Doug Williams and the 8 7 Warren Banks and Roy Johnson versus Sunshine Machine. Catch Pro Wrestling tickets are now on sale for Catch Four and the Enigma series. The Enigma series is two blocks of four round robin series that will take place and see the top two wrestlers of each face off in the finals. The Enigma series will take place on the three Mondays, the 11th of October, the 25th of October and the 8th of November. Catch Four, which will play host the finals of the tournament, is on Saturday, the November the 8th. Uh, the best young performers from across the UK scene are going to be taking part. In Block A, you have Tom Thelwell, Dynamite Lee, 2-Bit and Joe Kessler. Block B, we have Joey Hayes, Kev Loved, Keenan Krishner and Scotty Rock. And also for catch four, Lizzie Evo versus Rio for the Women's Heritage Championship. That is going to be a cracking match. Mm, great little tournament lined up and, yeah, excellent women's uh, championship match there. Wrestle Carnival uh, have announced that Big Guns Joe, Shreddy and Man Like Banks will be making their Wrestle Carnival debuts on the 9th of October Pure Show as part of the Carnival Gauntlet. Uh, that will also include the returning Warren Banks. Uh, they've also announced Jay Joshua versus Joe Hendry. That's a lot of beef and two amazing pure British wrestlers. 
On top of these, you got the previously announced submission match, Chris Richway versus Jonathan Gresham, uh, Charlie Morgan versus Jetta, Jordan Grace versus Alex Windsor, Mercedes Blaze versus Rio. Some fantastic matches. Uh, you can hear more about all of these matches on our interview with Gary Ward of Wrestle Carnival. Nice segue. Kamikaze Pro Wrestling make their return to action on the 14th of November at the Mill in Digbeth. Set to appear are Session Moth Martina, Chris Ridgway, Dan Maloney, Man Like DeReese, Chantel Jordan. And announced so far, the first match will see Chantel Jordan take on Chris Ridgway. Ooh, that's an interesting one. That is a seriously, seriously interesting, but a fantastic opportunity for Chantel Jordan uh, to step in there with uh, Chris Ridgway. She has a legit shooter base. Uh, I think it's Muay Thai, which she is a practitioner of, or at least kickboxing, and uh, no better person to take on in that style than Chris Ridgway. Uh, so TNT Extreme Wrestling, more announcements regarding the Extreme Fields, TNT Extreme Wrestling's indoor rock and wrestling extravaganza. Uh, previously announced Mark Andrews Band Jr. would be performing, plus the in-ring return of Kid Lycos. Now we've had announced BT Gun, Alexis Falcon, Dean Allmark, Robbie X, the Pretty Little Killers, Ruby Radley and Ivy, as well as the Young Guns, Ethan Allen and Luke Jacobs. We've had a new band announcement, which is Nebulese. Uh, plus, uh, there will be market stalls available. So if you're looking for an opportunity and would like to set up a market table, uh, you just need to email info at tntwrestling.co.uk. Uh, as the show also takes place on the 30th of October, they are encouraging people to intend in their best fancy dress. DNA Pro Wrestling. DNA have announced the Rebellion Jack Torreno and Taylor Essex will make their debut at Fear, Face Everything and Rise, as well as Heidi Katrina. Uh, they'll be joining the likes of Warren Banks, Franklin, BDSM, which is Charles Crowley and Clementine, of course, Danny Black, Evie Madden, Forrest Hayes and Callum Newman. That's a great lineup. They're all going to be making their debut here on the 30th of November, plus the tag team championships of the lads, Ben Jones and Alex Echo, Corey McRae and Big F in Joe. One match already announced is Warren Banks versus BF and Joe, and that'll be a great match. Indeed. Uh, last week, I wrongly announced lads as uh, Chuck Mambo, and I do apologise, lads. It is actually Ben Jones and Alice Echo, so I, yeah, really want to apologise for that one, guys. Uh, it was a bad photo of the one that I had seen. That's my excuse. <laughs> uh Odyssey Pro Wrestling, OPW have announced the first round matches for the championship tournament at Stormy Waters, uh, which is RP Davies versus Big Guns Joe, Ryan Hunter versus Sandy Beach, Rick Marcus versus JJ Webb, and Tubit versus Troy Ryan. We then have North Wrestling. North Wrestling have added another match to their already stacked card as two of the biggest, beefiest men in British wrestling will slap meat, giggity, as Gene Money takes on Shreddy. 
Uh, previously announced, Cara Noir will challenge Rory Coyle for the North Wrestling Championship. A number one contenders match with Martin Kirby, the returning, versus Chris Ridgway versus Robbie X versus Will Cruz. That's that's a good match there. Another mm. Visage lip sync battle, which are always entertaining. Gia Adams versus Tonga and HT Drake will take on Liam Slater. Uh, yeah, that's all on October the 23rd. Why don't you tell us about uh, UPW? I know it's two of your favourite guys. UPW have announced that on the 10th of October in Yeovil, Adam Maxted will defend the UPW Heavyweight Championship against Simon Miller. Oh, you're right. It is two of my favourite guys. And that is going to be a battle of the dropkicks, not just a Gideon Grey where everything is a dropkick. That will be two beautiful dropkicks coming at each other. Indeed. Uh, We've got the full lineup for Superstar Pro Wrestling's Atmosphere on October the 2nd at the Kirk. No, no, no. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. With my cold at the moment, I can do this properly and I'm going to do it justice. (laughs) Atmosphere. That's only for a certain people of a certain age. <laughs> Indeed. Okay, uh, I've completely lost my place. It's going to be an incredible show. October 2nd, Kirby Sports Bar in Liverpool. You've got Connor Klein versus Tommy Jackson, big beefy meaty man. RP Davies versus Rick Marcus. Two guys have been fighting all over the Northwest. Lucy Sky and Hannah Taylor versus Aurora Tevers and Harley Hudson, some of the best young British women's wrestlers right there. A triple threat match, Dan Evans, James Reed, and Pitbull should be interesting. Made to last, we'll be taking on Alfie Brooks and Ethan Kelly. Isaac North, the hipster Viking, will be taking on Brian Aderson, the samurai, the shogun. Uh, Dougie Matthews versus Joey Marcus. Barry Pewitt versus Big Cheese. This is going to be a fantastic, fun family show. So if you're available October 2nd, head over to the uh, Kirby Sports Bar. Ooh. Sacrifice Pro Wrestling will make in their long-awaited debut on November the 7th, and that is going to be at Bedford Town Football Club. So that's nice and close to me. Um, Announced so far are Warren Banks, Frankie Vegas, Evie Madden, Hustle Malone and Kyle Kingsley. And as of two hours ago, just because I thought I'd have a quick look now to double check the um, venue, Roy Wavy Johnson has also been confirmed. Oh, that's massive. So that could be an absolutely fantastic event to be at. Uh, One event that I'm hoping to be at is actually Prime Wrestling event. Not this next show, uh, which is on uh, episode two on October the 2nd, where they've announced three matches including a blockbuster main event. But first of all, they've got the one-man wrecking crew, Paddy Griffin, as he returns to defend his battle-ready performance and training centre fighting spirit championship against the debuting Joe Nevin. A trios match featuring That's So Raven, no Ravy Davey though, versus the Apex, Joseph Biggs and Alex Zane, and a mystery competitor. Uh, Jonah Phoenix versus Ben Wackett and in the main event uh, it's a PWE heavyweight championship qualifier match, two of the biggest talents available in the UK Mickey Limerick versus Chris Ridgway 
one of these superstars will go on to that championship multi-man match uh, in November in their mini-series finale. That's the show I'm hoping to be at. I'm just waiting to hear back from Prime Wrestling at the moment. But yes, I'm very much hoping to be at their third show. Fingers crossed. Creation Pro Wrestling are a new promotion coming out in Wales who will be making their debut on the 4th of February 2022. And they'll be making some huge talent announcements, including Martin Kirby, Elijah, Nico Angelo, Jody Fleisch, Connor Mills, and Brendan White. Um, that's quite a big setup already. But then we also have Lycos Jim, Lee Hunter, Clementine, and just Joe Lando. They've made the first match announcement, which is going to be Lycos Jim versus Jody Fleisch and just Joe Lando. That is that 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 could be a father and son team, age wise. <laughs> age wise, yes, that certainly could be a, a father and son team. And what a phenomenal team that they will be. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing those two guys uh, partner up. Uh, again, if you're going to learn high flying from anyone in the UK, you're going to learn it from Jody Fleisch. And Just yes. Orlando is one of the best young high flyers out there. Uh, Jurassic Poe will be making their debut on the 10th of October. They've been making some fantastic talents and mounts announcements their self, including the silverback Colin McRae versus the Nigerian Kaiju Warren Banks. Uh, BDSM versus Tommy Kyle and Evie Madden. The lads, Ben Jones and Alice Echo, will be in action. Nick Payne versus CJ Carter. Uh, now, I was going to read a full statement, but I'm going to just try and cover. Uh, they set up their own uh, department, uh, some young wrestlers who were working over with SOS uh, and since then, uh, SOS have now are running a free show on the exact same day. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's not particularly great, but uh, I mean, we're not going to try and draw any size because at one point Jurassic Pro did admit to uh, posting a link to ticket sales on the other people's page, which isn't particularly great in itself. But Bridge Wrestling, we know, can we all just not get along? There's enough wrestling fans out, out there. We're all out there, and uh, Jurassic Pro, certainly, there's a lot of young wrestlers that we are very much behind, and so that they are a promotion that we do want to support. Definitely. Reach Wrestling are back in Tavistock on the 9th of November at Tavistock Town Hall with a live in Tavistock 26 with huge matchups, including Joe Costa versus Simon Miller versus JD Knight versus PJ Jones. <sighs> A number one contenders tag match, House of Cards, Jason King and Jordan Sparks versus Beauty and the Beast, Lucian Phillips and Lars Cole. A number one contenders heavyweight championship match with Eddie Ryan versus Nick Riley. A tag team championship match of Kean Kelly and Country Big versus Grayson Reeves and Joey Stevens. Uh, seven, Joey Seven. Echo Reed versus L.A. Taylor. And the match that I see as the standout on that card Doug Williams versus Joel Redman. And then also this weekend is Ultimate British Wrestling's Garden City Showdown, which I am going to. Um, and that is on October the 3rd, and it is going to be absolutely brilliant. Their headliner that they have got in, and they haven't said who he's going up against yet, is Warren Banks. The man himself, man of the hour. We've mentioned him a lot quite down the list. Uh I mentioned him yesterday when we were talking to Gary Ward about one of the guys that is 
just ready to break out and become a superstar right now. And if that's anyone, that is Warren Banks. Uh, you mentioned to me he just became the Wrestle Island champion the other day. So Did indeed, yeah. Just congratulations, Warren Banks. He's going to have an absolute killer year. But with that set, all said and done, and before Daniel Allen collapses and dies on us right now, we have been two men drinking tea, one with hot lemon. Amen. <laughs> uh, talking wrestling. <laughs> Uh, we hope you have a great day and a great night. And remember, folks, just don't feed the trolls. But do drink the lemsip. Indeed.